The views expressed herein reflect the views of the Whistler Agency as of the date of publication. These views may change as conditions change. The views expressed herein are not intended and should not be construed as investment advice, and they do not address any individual's specific situation. Welcome to Whistler While You Retire with Tim Whistler from the Whistler Agency. Here you will learn how Tim helps clients avoid taking unnecessary risks in retirement. With a fiduciary responsibility, Tim's mission is to help retirees and soon-to-be retirees create a greater sense of confidence about their retirement plan. Now, on to the show. You have opened the door to your financial information and you have shared everything with Tim Whistler. You've also talked about your goals in retirement. And Tim listened during your discovery conversation. Well, now it is time to talk again. I'm Patrice Sikora. So, Tim, this second discussion offers some insight and some analysis. It, it sure does, Patrice. This is where we really start, you know, creating that picture or kind of using the phrase, this is where we start putting paint on the canvas. You know, this is where those details, where again, those folks were so gracious to be that transparent with me. Um, and sharing all those financial details from the assets, income, expenses, any liabilities, um, all of that. They share all that with me during our first conversation. Now we put all those details on paper, and this becomes the first version of what I call the retirement income roadmap. So, you know, after I've gathered the financial details, you know, all the years that I've been doing this, I, I rarely see any current plan that I would call wrong. Mm -hmm. But I commonly see plans that are incomplete and the analysis shows those areas that are causing the plan to be incomplete and in need of some improvement. Well, you got to give somebody credit though, for at least getting all their finances to you yeah. because who knows well, planning a roadmap for retirement, it's not the top of your mind until it's usually too late. And then right. you wouldn't even know what to think about. Exactly right. And then also too, it's it's one of the things where, well, do we really want to have this conversation? I mean, if you think back to a few years, and again, obviously this is this is the world that I live in. So I'm constantly engrossed <laughs> you know, in this retirement stuff. But I remember TV commercials a few years ago put on by a couple of different management companies. And, and it was husband and wife in the kitchen. They both come home from work. They're going through the mail and they come across a statement, an investment statement. You open it. No, you open it. I don't want to open it. You open it. It's nobody wants to look at those numbers. And I think sometimes people have that fear of even having a conversation like this because mm -hmm. they're afraid of what they might see. And that's why I, I kind of made that comment a few minutes ago. I, I truly do appreciate and understand when people, quote unquote, allow themselves to be vulnerable to say, okay, here's what we have, right? Um, a lot of times I hear it's not much, but it's everything that we have. And I always kind of remind people, you know, don't, don't judge yourself. I mean, Saving money for decades is challenging. We've talked about this before in other podcasts where, where we showed the picture of the mountain and you're building wealth and you're 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 raising a family, paying down a mortgage, you're you're you know, you're writing, you know, trying to manage so much expenses while also trying to save as much as you can for retirement. Um, but but I but I but like you said, I it's it's a fantastic um step in the right direction just to have that first discovery conversation. And then let's look at the numbers for the first time and see how they play out. Now, do you use software when you analyze this? I certainly do. So the, the software planning um, software that I use or the income planning software, I should say that I use is called Retirement Analyzer. And I've been using this now, goodness, I bet every bit of five or six years, something like that. And 
I've used other sources, other different resources up in, in the past, up until now. But this one here, Patrice, is the one that I think encapsulates everything that we're looking for. And we'll go into a few more details here in a second. But, you know, it was designed by financial advisors. It's managed by financial advisors. They're running their own practice, utilizing the same software that I'm using. I've spent hours and hours of training in the software to understand the inputs, the outputs, the modifications. Um, so I can brag about it because I didn't write it, but it is a fantastic tool and it has given so many you know, of my prospects and clients just that clear picture, regardless of what the news looks like, if it's good or bad, at least it's a clear picture right. of what we have, where we're currently at, and, and of course, where we might be heading down the road into retirement. All right. Well, it sounds pretty robust. So tell us what the analysis provides. What do we get? So, you know, when it comes to designing and reviewing a retirement income plan, there, there are basically two groups of people. The first group consists of those who want to know how the clock is built, right? They are the ones who want to get deep into the details. They want to know exactly what makes up all the workings and the mechanics of that, of that plan. And that second group consists of those who simply want to know what time it is. They don't care about the details. They just want to simply know, are we going to be okay? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, you know, in a husband and wife scenario, normally, you know, one of the spouses is that quarterback for the finances and pays attention to the details. The other one simply just wants to know, are we going to be okay? Can so, I spend that money? Can I spend that money? That's right. <laughs> right. Sorry. What's my allowance? Did I get a raise in my allowance? Right. <laughs> so, you know, that analysis, like you said, is very robust because it will relate to both groups. So, you know, as we dive deeply into the details, one spouse is engaged with me. The other one's kind of just sitting back in the table, just waiting for something else to talk about. But we can also, I can also share that one particular page with that person who simply wants to know, are we going to be okay or not? And, uh, you know, like, for example, some of the examples that we look at with the analysis, what, what it provides, um, you know, maybe, maybe we have too many funds that are underperforming. Maybe we have too many funds that are overexposed to market volatility. This is a big one right here, tax liability. Mm -hmm. How much are you going to send to the IRS during your lifetime? as well as in your legacy plan. So those are kind of just a, a couple of the different, you know, tips of the iceberg that this initial analysis will reveal and provide to people. Tim, do you ever find that that, that non-financial spouse, let's call it, ever turns around after seeing some of these pages? It, it, it truly, yes, I usually do. Um, you know, I've, I've spoken about a couple of scenarios in the past um, where, you know, you have the unfortunate event where there's a death of a, of a spouse. Hmm. And when the passing of the one spouse who did serve his or her family as that financial quarterback, they're no longer here. Now that other spouse is kind of forced into that position. Um, so now all of a sudden they have to start learning things like this. And, and I've taken, you know, many of those clients through that scenario of, of utilizing this type of analysis, just kind of starting right at, you know, financial analysis 101 for lack of a better term right. um but but in the situation where there is husband and wife i you know my goal is to you know i'm i'm looking at body language when i'm whenever i'm having a conversation i like to see that we're starting to get engaged in that conversation I'm like oh okay this makes sense oh now i understand when i hear about maybe a roth conversion i see what our tax bill might be so yeah it really does it starts to kind of engage them just for the fact that we can see the numbers in the analysis and we can start kind of putting that plan together a Roth conversion. What are, what are some of the other things that it, it pulls out and it shows you? So another thing that it'll do is social security. You oh, know, that's, yes. that's another big one. So like, for example, 
let's say we're talking with Bob and Mary and Bob is let's, let's, let's make him 61 and Mary's 58. Okay. They're both still working. They're maybe targeting retirement, maybe in five or six years, maybe 65, 66, something like that. So when we're going through the discovery conversation and I'm gathering all those details with them, the number I'm looking for regarding their social security is what will the payout be at their full retirement age? Okay. Now, as we know, with Social Security, we can turn it on as early as 62 and we can delay it as late as 70. So that initial analysis that we put together for them, we just simply set it up so as, you know, as though they're going to wait until for retirement age. Or unless they are like, you know what, we've run the numbers, we know for sure we're going to turn it on at this age. Okay, great. Let's mm -hmm. let's go with your numbers. But what the analysis will do for us, it, it provides us just with the different scenarios and say, okay, let's plug all the numbers in to create what I call the current scenario. We've simply gathered the facts and here's that first version of the analysis. But then again, you're dealing with a guy right now who's, who's very inquisitive. I'm very curious. So I will copy and paste that scenario and create a whole different scenario. And I'll say, okay, well, what if we waited? What if we turned Mary's on when they wanted to, but what if we delayed Bob's? You know, what, what might that do for the overall household? So, you know, not only can we look at the taxes, we can also look at social security. Um, another one is unfortunately not, not everybody's favorite topic, but healthcare expenses above and beyond what Medicare will cover. Oh yeah. So those are in there as well, because I, I kind of tell people, I say, look, when you're describing for me retirement, please describe it for me in your perfect world. I want that. I want that picture to be painted with blue skies, rainbows, and unicorns. Everything is just perfect. Okay. However, I'm going to bring the storm clouds in. And I'm going to say, okay, what if this happens? What if one of you gets sick above and beyond what Medicare pays for? Heaven forbid, what if one of you passes away way too soon and puts a strain on the overall plan? So that so the analysis can really go deep, you know, above and beyond just like maybe a Roth conversion. Wow. The healthcare issue. I mean, we've talked about this before. You've done podcasts and social security, two huge, huge topics yes, that really, if you haven't planned for them in retirement, they can trip you up big time. They really can. And it's 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 one of the things where, you know, if if somebody can just go into the conversation with an open mind, um, you know, again, I'm not an advisor that's that sits hard and fast on saying, no, you you really, really need to defer Social Security and defer Social Security. In fact, if anybody is telling somebody that they need to find another potential resource because Social Security and the, the strategy is as unique as the people that, that are dealing with it, you know, because one of the things we'll talk about is, OK. One of the questions that's really difficult to answer because we don't have a crystal ball is what's your longevity? You know, what do you, what do you think your longevity might look like? What your mom and dad still alive? If not, when, how old were they when they passed away? What about grandparents? You know, what it, we can kind of look at our bloodline and maybe we have grandpa or grandma's genes and we might be looking at 92, 95, something like that. And we're going to retire in our sixties talking three decades. Well, we might want to maybe extrapolate as much of that path as we can by deferring as long as we can. But at the same time, if somebody just feels like, you know what, I've already had some health issues. My, I lost my parents to heart disease or cancer or something like that. Well, then maybe it behooves us to go and turn it on early. But, you know, we just don't know something like that. But it, it's just one of the things where, to your point, Patrice, looking at the numbers and running different scenarios, I think, can really help us kind of dial in what might be the most advantageous way in which to leverage a payout like Social Security. All right. So you find some places, oh, let's say one place where yeah. An adjustment really needs to be made. What mm -hmm. do you do then with this? So, for example, when we look at the report, 
and and we're sitting down at their at their table or at the office, whatever, wherever we're at meeting, and we go through the initial analysis. It'll break the numbers down in two phases: a pre-retirement phase if they're still working, and then once somebody, you know, once everybody in that household basically is no longer earning income, now we're in that retirement phase. Okay, right. so what we're looking at then is okay, we've got Social Security, either current or future. Pensions, if any, what the, what's the pension dollar look like? Um, what about income? If we don't have enough income coming in from Social Security and or a pension to pay our expenses, what's the withdrawal strategy from our retirement assets? So that way, then, if, if we start looking at the numbers, you know, with that preliminary analysis, what I call, again, the current scenario, now we can start to see on paper where the plan is incomplete, did we turn on Social Security too soon? Um, do we have too much exposed to market volatility? Because we've talked about that before too. Sequence of returns. I, I can't stress that enough. I keep beating that horse and keep beating that horse, but I can't stress it enough to, for people to understand that as soon as you begin taking income from an asset, you are now exposed to sequence of returns. And therefore we have to get that mindset to say, look, we no longer are going to chase returns on investment we now need to make sure that our strategy has the ROI of reliability of income because that is what's going to drive our retirement lifestyle. So therefore, you know, if, if maybe we need to make some tweaks, what we can do then is go in there. That's what, that's where, you know, they can rely on myself and my team because once we look at the initial scenario and they're like, okay, wow. Yeah. We do need to make some corrections here or there. How do we do that? That's now where my team and I go to work for them. And then we start working on that from that second conversation leading up to the next conversation where we start creating what I call the balanced scenario. And? And that's when we start going through, you know, the difference from the standpoint of, okay, for example, maybe we've got, just pulling a number out of the air, maybe 75% of our investable assets are in some type of uh, invested account using ETFs, stocks, bonds, mutual funds. Okay, well, I don't have to take people too far back to know what 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 it feels like to see account values go down. That's then where we say, okay, so your current scenario, you have 75% of your investable assets residing in that bucket that can provide you what I call if-come, right? <laughs> if the market doesn't correct too much, if we don't you know, spend too much on our expenses, and if the IRS doesn't raise tax brackets, that's if-come, Okay. Let's move some money around. Let's reposition some assets from one bucket to the other bucket and let's usher in some protection of principle. You know, what was what would that percentage look like? That's where the analysis goes to show us, okay, of all the assets that we have, from banks to CDs to an IRA to a Roth to a managed account to an annuity, whatever the case is. We look at the assets, we look at the tax classification of those assets, and then analysis will help us not only start protecting the value of those assets to, so we can kind of hedge against sequence of returns risk, but also now with the withdrawal strategy. Okay, the IRS is not going to do us any favors. We know that. So that's another big deal. So that way we can look at the analysis, make some tweaks and say, okay, now that we've maybe started to protect account values for market volatility. Let's say of the 75% that's exposed, maybe we dialed that down to maybe 40%, 30%, somewhere out right there. We're, we're not going to, you're not going to, you know, put all your eggs in one basket. We know that's not a, a good plan. You still need to have buckets of money on the table where each bucket has its own purpose. But 
again, for those assets are going to provide income, we want to make sure that we can check off the box of no more market volatility. So that's kind of where, where our initial analysis will eventually, or eventually I should should say initially, lead us as we look at that first balanced scenario. All right. You've got a plan now. That's great. Is that the end of the analysis, end of the software? Or can it still play a role? It, it it very much plays a role. It's like that, you know, I, I use the term retirement income roadmap at the very beginning. That's exactly what it is. We update it as we go along. You know, we constantly review it. I, and I do these every time there's going to be, be a review with a client. We're going to pull out the report and I'm going to grab my fact finder and say, okay, what are the what are the most recent statements? You know, like what's how are how is our bank account looking? What's the cash value in our life insurance policy if we have something like that? Um, how are the expenses? Are we still kind of on track from what we initially put into the software? Maybe did something get paid off early? Did we add a new liability? Whatever the case may be, that analysis will always stay with us because we can look at it big picture. How do things look over the macro of twenty five to thirty years in retirement? And we can also break it down year by year by year. So that no, it's a it's a it's a living breathing document that that walks right alongside of us down that journey in retirement. Excellent. This was so so well done, uh, Tim. You just wrapped everything up so quickly and, and very concisely. Is there something we haven't touched on that you really think we should? You know, I, I think Patrice, what it really boils down to is just being open minded to this. You know, it, it's like you know, you and I were talking before we turned the camera on about you know, experiencing some challenges with family, with healthcare, you know, the healthcare system has what they call a referral process. You know, everything is quarterback through our primary care physician, right? They're the ones who we kind of see on an annual basis or should see on an annual basis. We'll, we'll do, we'll say it that way, but if they don't see something internally, that doesn't look right. What do they do? They refer you. Okay. You need to go see this specialist. You need to go see this specialist, for whatever the case is. Unfortunately, in the world that I live in, we don't have a referral system. And this is where a lot of people, you know, you've heard that adage, we don't know what we don't know. Zig Ziglar said the first step in solving a problem is recognizing there is one. And so I think, therefore, just being vulnerable to sitting down and analysis. And I'm, again, I'm not talking if come. That's, and I mean that very sincerely, that just having a bulk number of assets and only withdrawing a certain percentage of it and having a portfolio certain, you know, aligned a certain way. That is not going to be sustainable. We have to go deeper into it because of the fact that there are so many challenges that retirees will face that are far above and beyond our control. Mm -hmm. Market volatility, the IRS, advanced healthcare expenses, and the list just keeps going on and on and on. So I, I think in the big picture, if I can just encourage the listener, if you've never gone through this scenario, I think it's well worth your time because let's look at it one of two different ways. You go through the scenario, get your analysis back, and you're going to be one of two ways. Is, is one of two situations is going to reveal itself to you. We're okay, or oh, our plan's incomplete. Perfect. Now where do we go? Now we've come to that fork in the road. Do we just keep the status quo? By all means, you can. But we know the definition of insanity: keep doing the same things over and over again and expecting different results. If we keep doing the same things we're going to be doing, we're going to keep getting the same things we've been getting. So I just encourage people to. Sit down with a retirement income specialist, the, that resource who understands the importance of electing Social Security at the right time for that household, who understands what tax-deferred assets can do to your income down the road. You know, what, what happens if healthcare takes a turn for the worse and we need somebody to come into the home and provide maybe the healthy spouse some respite 
while our other spouse needs some care three or four hours a day or even longer? What does that all look like to the overall plan? So, you know, I would say once we kind of get past what the software can do, I just think that the, the, the philosophical and the mental side of this decision is simply say, I need to sit down. I need, I need to be vulnerable enough, if you will, to raise my hand, say, hey, we, we take a look at our numbers because this is what we want to do in retirement. This is what we have. And are we on the right track or not? And Tim, how can people reach you? Because I wouldn't be surprised if questions are popping up all over the place. (laughs) I certainly hope so. Um, Well, they can reach us a couple different ways. First of all, our phone number is area code 309-291-0491. They can send us an email, which is tim at thewhistleragency.com. There's still no T in Whistler. (laughs) And they can certainly go to our website, which is simply thewhistleragency.com. Um, they can click on our podcast link up there. There's all kinds of different resources, but again, you know, reaching out to us for a no obligation, um, no pressure conversation to have that discovery call. And then initially look at the, the current scenario. Those two first conversations are on my dime. That is simply for us to reveal what the numbers look like. And then if we find that our plan is incomplete, let's sit down, talk strategy and put together a nice, well-rounded holistic plan for retirement income. Sounds like a plan to me. Follow or subscribe to Tim's podcast so you don't miss any new episode. Share with others and let us know your thoughts and any topics you would like Tim to tackle. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for listening to Whistler While You Retire. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the Whistler Agency. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, hereafter known as Foundations, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The content provided is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment, opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Any discussions of specific strategies are for information purposes only and have been provided to help determine whether they may be appropriate for your specific situation. If applicable, the primary goal in converting retirement assets into a Roth IRA is to reduce the future tax liability on the distributions you take in retirement or on the distributions of your beneficiaries. Each individual investor situation is different and ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. Nothing herein constitutes a recommendation that any security, portfolio of securities, or investment strategy is suitable for any person. No legal or tax advice is provided. Please review your retirement, tax, and legacy planning strategies with a legal or tax professional before transacting or implementing any strategy discussed herein. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to investment advisory products. Rates and guarantees provided by insurance products and annuities are subject to the financial strength of the issuing insurance company, not guaranteed by any bank or the FDIC. This is not endorsed or affiliated with the Social Security Administration, any federal Medicare program, or any U.S. government agency. If applicable, we do not offer every plan available in your area. Any information we provide is limited to those plans we do offer in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all of your options. All rights reserved. 
This podcast is designed to provide general information on the subjects covered. Pursuant to IRS Circular 230, it is not intended to provide specific legal or tax advice and cannot be used to avoid penalties or to promote, market, or recommend any tax plan or arrangement. For insurance products discussed, guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company.